This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, October 5th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Farm Bill critics plot messages. Purdue FDA at odds. Sod saver expansion sought and nominee cautious on RFS. Groups on both sides of the political spectrum are plotting how to attack the Farm Bill when it begins to move in Congress. Representatives from about two dozen groups met yesterday near Capitol Hill to hear from an economist and then to brainstorm messages that they can agree to take to Congress. The plan is for the coalition to come up with a joint statement that most of the groups can sign. The organizations could not be more different on most issues. They range from the Heritage Foundation and Citizens Against Government Waste on the right to the Organic Consumers Association and the U.S. Public Interest Research Group on the left. Crop insurance and the crosshairs. Based on yesterday's meeting, which AgriPulse attended, there are a few ideas on which the groups can likely agree. The most significant proposal that they are likely to get behind is the Affirm Act proposed by Senator Jeff Flake, a Republican of Arizona, and Representative Ron Kind, a Democrat of Wisconsin. The bill would make deep cuts in crop insurance and require disclosure of the amount of premium subsidies that individual farmers receive. Caroline Kitchens of the R Street Institute, a free market research group, argued in particular for disclosing crop insurance subsidies. She said, it's the only form of corporate welfare that is not made available to the public. One idea that didn't seem to get much traction yesterday was a call for Congress to split the farm bill. When that issue was raised, the discussion's moderator, Josh Sewell of Taxpayers for Common Sense, quickly said was an issue for another time. Veronique DeRuji of George Mason University's Mercatus Center complained that splitting the farm bill didn't have the intended effect in 2013. She said, we thought splitting the farm bill would shame Republicans into not voting for subsidies. Purdue, Japan, number one on FTA priorities. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue says Japan is the Trump administration's top priority for bilateral free trade agreement. But there are discussions also with Indonesia, Vietnam, Thailand, Taiwan, the Philippines, and India about possible deals. USDA is making preparations for President Trump's trip to Southeast Asia this fall, which will be the next best chance to make headway with those countries, Purdue said yesterday at an event hosted by Washington International Trade Association. Purdue vents frustration over FDA criticism. Purdue also complained about an unusual move by FDA to publicly criticize USDA policy. Purdue announced September 7th that he planned to move the U.S. Codex office from the Food Safety and Inspection Service and transfer responsibility to USDA's new Undersecretary for Trade. Responding to a request for comment on the proposal, FDA published a constructive criticism that said moving Codex from FSIS oversight could undermine the credibility of U.S. Codex as a science-based enterprise. Transfer of the U.S. Codex office under a trade umbrella would build a perception that the United States places a stronger priority on advancing trade over public health. Purdue says FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb should have just called him to talk. Purdue said, I'd pick up the telephone and call Dr. Gottlieb and say, help me understand what you're trying to accomplish here. I would expect the same courtesy. 
National Sod Saver Bill introduced. Lawmakers from the Upper Midwest want to expand the 2014 Farm Bill Sod Saver restrictions to the rest of the Plain States. Senators John Thune, Republican of South Dakota, and Amy Klobuchar, a Democrat of Minnesota, and Representatives Christy Nome, a Republican of South Dakota, and Tim Waltz, a Democrat of Minnesota, introduced bills yesterday that would also tighten the restrictions that now apply only in Iowa, Minnesota, Montana, Nebraska, and the Dakotas. Sod Saver cuts crop insurance subsidies in half on native sod that is converted to cropland. The new legislation ends a provision that allowed producers to convert native sod to a non-annual crop in order to qualify for the full premium subsidies when the land is transitioned to crops. The legislation will face strong resistance in the House Agriculture Committee, and it doesn't help that there's no Republican sponsor on the panel. Nome left the committee to join Ways and Means in 2015. EPA nominee grilled on RFS. President Trump's pick to run the EPA office that manages the renewable fuel standard couldn't be penned down yesterday on how he would implement the biofuel requirement. Pressed on the issue at his Senate confirmation hearing, Bill Wilram promised only to follow the law and said that the RFS is a very complex program. He said there is discretion built into the law for the agency and others to use to ensure that its provisions are effective and practical. Treasury withdraws valuation proposal. The Treasury Department has killed an Obama administration proposal that would have restricted the use of valuation discounts for farms, ranches, and other family-owned operations. The Obama administration said it was closing a loophole that allowed owners of closely held businesses to artificially lower the value of their assets by discounting the value of ownership interests. Kevin Kester, president-elect of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, said the proposal would have forced livestock operations to liquidate assets in order to stay in business from one generation to the next. Schools continue struggling with sodium. School food service directors continue to struggle with meeting federal sodium limits. That according to a survey by the School Nutrition Association. More than 58% of the respondents said they were very concerned about the availability and acceptability of reduced sodium foods. The whole grain standard is less of a problem for schools. About 22% of the officials surveyed said the requirement that grains be whole grain rich is a significant challenge. About one-third of the respondents said their schools have an exemption from the whole grain standard for the current school year. Here's today's She Said It. We have to be worried about them, paying people off and bloating it even more. That Leslie Page of Citizens Against Government Waste raising concerns that the Congressional Agriculture Committees will expand the number of Farm Bill beneficiaries in order to maintain political support. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, October 5th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.